Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Pashas Vo'era. Pashas Vo'era contains the first seven out of the ten plagues that Hashem brings upon the Egyptians. And it's very important for us to understand and remind ourselves that the purpose of these plagues are twofold in nature. Firstly, punitive. They are a punishment to Mitzrayim. The Egyptian people persecuted the Jewish people, and for this they deserve to be punished. Secondly, God could have taken them out with one plague. Why have ten plagues going on for almost a year And the second reason is because they are educational. Educational for the Jewish people to realize, A, that there is a God, that he is involved in the affairs of man, that there is the element of chosenness of Israel, that the plagues affect the Egyptian people, and they don't affect the Jewish people at all. All this was the incredible build-up and prerequisite for Matan Torah, their receiving the Torah at Sinai. I'd like to focus this morning on an interesting concept which the Shalot HaKadosh notes, whereby the Torah tells us in the second Aliyah the genealogy of Moshe and Aaron. And in so doing, it tells us the names of Levi's three children. Note, says the Shalot, the tribe of Levi was not subjected to the servitude of Egypt. And therefore, what does Levi do? He calls his children by the names of Gershon, Kahas, and Mirari, Gershon. Why? Because Gerimheim, Be'eretz Lolahem, to remember that they are strangers in a land not theirs. Kahas, because Shinehem Kehos, because the Jewish people are being persecuted, and Vayamururu from the word Mar, because Vayamururu, the third one, because Vayamururu es Chayehem. And therefore, Levi is teaching us that a person has to do whatever he can, to literally join in the troubles of the community. Indeed, the Mishnah, in the sixth Perik of Avos, in the sixth Mishnah, tells us that there are no less then 48 kinyanim, 48 means by which a person 
can acquire Torah. And one of these, found in the upper 30s, is Nose Baol Imchavero. Nose Baol Imchavero is translated as sharing his fellow's yoke. And this, we see, is such an important factor. Allow me to demonstrate. Clearly, you and I would imagine that this is a means of behavior man-to-man, and that is correct. However, Ravolbi Zatzal, in his Sefer, Ali Shur, in the second volume, points out something remarkable, that you find this concept of no seba'ol im literally, being there, empathizing, and more than that, participating in the pain of the next one, both individually and collectively, by none other than Hashem Himself. And so, listen carefully, that God speaks to Moshe last week at the burning bush. Why a bush? Why not from a more majestic uh, location? So, the Midrash says, because after all, the idea is that since the Jewish people are in a very low state, I will therefore respond and speak to you from this low state as well. God has lowered himself because the Jewish people are in pain. And let's go further. Why is it that Moshe is chosen to be the leader of the people? So we learned in last week's Parsha that Moshe goes out to his brethren. And what does that mean? He goes out to his brethren. So in the Medrash Rabbah, chapter 1, paragraph 27, Moshe goes out, sees their hard work, Bolcha, he cries, Omer, Chaval li aleichem, mi'itain musi aleichem. If only I could literally change places with you. It was to that extent that Moshe has demonstrated. And, listen carefully, continues the Midrash, in chapter 3, when Moshe is at the bush, and Vayar Hashem Kisor Leros, God saw that Moshe took the time to look at, ostensibly, literally, the bush, and therefore God communicates to him at the bush, the Medrash on this takes it very differently. What does it mean, Kisar Leros, that Moshe turned to see? Not that he turned to see the bush now, but that he turned to see his brethren, his brothers in Egypt. And, says the Medrash, Omar Kodesh Baruch Hu, Sor 
Since he turned to see the pain of the Jewish people in Egypt, therefore he's fitting to be the leader for them. Let's continue this idea. The Torah tells us at the end of Parshas Mishpatim, and I suggest that you should bring to the Chumash to the table, because this is chapter 24, verse 10 in Mishpatim, and it's not an easy verse, as you'll see. The Torah tells us that at Sinai, Vayiru es Elokei Yisrael, the elders saw literally the God of Israel. And what does God allow them to see? Visachas raglov, under his feet, kavayochol, is kemaasei livnas hasapir, was the likeness of a sapphire brickwork. Ukeetzem hashamayim latohar, and it was like the essence of the heaven, impurity. And what does Rashi teach on this spot? that this livnas hasapir, this likeness of a sapphire brick, says Rashi, he bishas hashibud. This was with God throughout the time that the Jewish people were persecuted. Lizkort sorason shel Yisrael, that God should see kavayochol, this brick, constantly, and be reminded of their suffering. Because they were involved in the bricks. And the second half of the verse, and and they listen carefully. The essence of the heaven impurity. What does this refer to? Mishanigalu, my goodness. Once the Jewish people were freed from Egypt, or there was light and chedva and joy lefanov. God clearly empathizes with the Jewish people. And so much so, notes Ravolbi, that the famous Gemara in Sanhedrin 45, where even unfortunately when a Russia is killed, what does God say? Kalani Meroshi, I have a headache. Kalani Mizroi, I'm in pain. That even though it's a bad person, if someone suffers, a Jew suffers, God is in pain. And if this is so regarding an individual, the Gemara in Brachos 3a teaches us that when Rabbi Yossi went into the ruin to pray, and Eliyoah Navi asked him afterwards, what did you hear? And he says, my goodness, I heard a voice crowing like a dove. And God was saying, oily, Woe unto me, said God, that I have unfortunately exiled my people and that I have destroyed my temple and I have exiled them among the nations of the world, said Elio to Rebiosi, Chayecha, by your life. It wasn't a one-time occurrence that you heard this. Bechol yom v'yom, three times every day, God has this cry. God is so tied up and empathizes with the state of the Jewish people. Let's go back to Moshe. How does Moshe show 
his nosei ba'ol im chavero. And the answer is, God says to him, the Medrash says in Shmosh Rabbah 127, You've left your business, Moshe. And you went to see the pain of Israel. And and you conducted yourself to them like a brother, Therefore said God, Ani, I, Maniach Esalyonim I will leave the upper and lowers, and Adaber Imcha, and I will speak to you. The greatness of Moshe is he puts his own needs secondary. He does something which is so important. He detaches himself from himself. Too often we are not there for the next one because we're too involved in ourselves. We have to learn from Moshe Rabbeinu. You left your own in order to be there for the next one. And Rashi says, what does it mean he went and he saw his brethren? So Rashi uses the term that nosan eno velibo. You've got to go see for yourself. You hear that someone's in the hospital, go to visit. When you go to visit, you're going to daven for him differently. When you hear that somebody unfortunately is out of work, go and speak to them and try to ask them how you can help them. Try to see them in that state. And I'm going to end with a story that again Ravolbi quotes regarding Reb Avram Grudzinski. Now this is something which ideally we should all be at. It's way above most of us, but I want you to realize what we have to shoot towards the stars. This great rabbi was once visiting his family in Warsaw, and then all of a sudden he looked at his watch, and he started to sing. And after a few moments, he started to dance. And he danced rather intensely. And when he stopped, they asked him, what's going on here? He said, my goodness, at this moment, a student of mine is getting married in Slabotka. And unfortunately, I couldn't be there. But if I couldn't be there, I can do the next best thing. And that is to literally dance at, quote, during the time his wedding is going on. This is something that's the ideal, but the point is so powerful. We learn from this week's parsha. We learn from how Levi called his children. We learn what's the greatness of Moshe Rabbeinu, and we learn that we have to aspire towards letting go of some of our intense concern only about ourselves and being there to be no say but all in Chaveiro to help the next one. Shabbat Shalom to all.